welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy Tricky, with first-time guest Mackenzie. We need a nickname for you. We can just do Mac Attack, honestly. The Mac Attack? More Attack than Mac. <laughs> right, Mac Attack. Welcome to the show. How are you feeling about being on the hit podcast that's listened to by like five people? Have you ever been really high in front of your parents and you're just like, I'm not really sure how to handle this situation? That's kind of how I was today when I got my hair cut. So I was so dehydrated and I only got like two hours of sleep that I'm pretty sure I was still high and drunk from the night before. That every time like she would barely tap with my head, I would like flinch. We're like, am I a coke addict or am I just high? I'm like, "Mm." so weird. And every time she do it, I'm like, or like she would like hold. She started like really gripping my head (laughs) to where like she was holding it still. And when she would let go, I would like still like push away from it. So like when a hairstylist like touches you a little too much where you're like, I don't know if this is even legal. Or they're like, they try to have a full blown conversation with you, but like the razor's like in your ear, so you can't hear shit. And you're just like, I don't know, like anything you just said right now. It's like talking at the dentist when they have like tools in your mouth, and they're like, "So how's school going?" <laughs> you're like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, good for you, good for you." Like they don't care. It's just a, it's just a script that they're reading. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you're about to stick a fucking metal toothpick in my mouth, and you're asking how my fucking boyfriend is. Thanks, Jared. We broke up. Thanks, Jared. You dick. <laughs> so, so uh, we haven't done a fucking episode on Offended in a couple of years. And it's a perfect opportunity to bring it back right now. Because Mackenzie and I have been drinking all night. And it's 3.25 in the morning on a Saturday night. Oh, we're <laughs> was absolutely like, we just, hammered. So, so I was like, should we just record a podcast? Because... I need a, I need some content. <laughs> I don't have a personality until I'm at least three beers deep. So I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely down for this. You're selling yourself short. It's like. Four, okay, two beers. Four beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, normally on a, we haven't done a fucking episode in so long. Fuck it up. So you just go to record. Nothing's planned. So we just do whatever. Not a single thought in this brain. And. You don't, you're not, <laughs> you're not up to date with wrestling terms, obviously. So like face and heel, I explained this to you like earlier, but I don't know if I explained it to you well. Baby face is a good guy if heel is a villain Okay. in wrestling. So we do a segment face and heel of the week. Okay. So one good thing you talk about and one bad thing like you talk about, it could be anything. Do you want me to go first? Mm-hmm. All right. So for my face, I'm going to say... Yeah, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> See, my favorite wrestlers got hurt. You know, he has to like go like away for a little bit, get surgery, man. The Blues are out of the playoffs. It sucks. That's that's my heel. <laughs> I don't have a face. I don't have a face. My face is you finally coming on the podcast. That's my face. We've been okay. talking about this for a while. That's the most flattering thing anybody has ever said to me. <laughs> um, oh, do I have a face of the week? Okay, I'm going to start off my heel because I do love to complain. i got to start off with a complaint. Um, I had sex with this guy and I had to <laughs> close my eyes and think about another guy mid-sex just so I can come. And that was kind of rough, I'm going to be honest. It was a rough go. 
Not for that guy, just for me, because I had to use a lot of imagination. It was four in the morning. <laughs> um, that, wait, that's my heel. That's the, the heel's a bad guy. That's my heel. That's a bad guy. <laughs> and then, it's um, so perfect for the show. You're hired, hired, hired on the spot. New co-host. Just for that alone, it's like, yeah, you fit in. You fit in so well. <laughs> I had to think about this guy, and the other guy kept talking, and I didn't know how to be like, shut up, I'm picturing somebody else. And I've never really, okay, like, hang on, hang on, okay. Have you ever really, like, hardcore had to, like, zone out when you're having sex to think about somebody else just so you could be like, you just need to get off at this point? It's, no. (laughs) I hadn't either until the other night. There was, I think there was maybe one time, like, years ago, like, maybe high school. Where I tried it one time and it freaked me out. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I was too high, but it freaked me out. I've never pictured having sex with somebody else when I'm having sex with somebody. And, like, that for me, honestly, in the moment, I felt like a bad person. I was like, I'm for sure going to hell. That's what's happening. Nah. Nah, you just... It feels, it feels almost like, like cheating not to tell the other person but then i'm like oh wait i met you in a bar two hours ago i don't even know you no see to me it's like you're like hey man spider-man 3 looks great venom's in it and then it's like you go see spider-man 3 and it was just the worst thing ever and then you're just like you start thinking of the the past movies that were good i have this theory that you can lie (laughs) about literally anything during sex you can lie during sex it's okay. It's like a pass. It's like a free pass to lie. During sex, you can be like, I've climbed Mount Everest and somebody will believe you. Yeah, I've done it before. I've been like, hey, I've won. You climbed Mount Everest? No, I haven't said that. I've been like, hey, I'm a multi-time WWE champion and I beat The Rock. And they're like, oh, for real? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, nobody bought it. It, it just. You can just lie during <laughs> sex. Sometimes I lie during sex and I'm like, oh my god, this feels so good. And it just doesn't. (laughs) And it just doesn't. Anyways, that was my heel and my faces that it was Memorial Day. And I went to my friends at Lake House because, you know, her her aunt, Mary Rich. Um, And I realized I can no longer get drunk off beer. Which that felt like a superpower. You think that? No, I had to get drunk off beer again. I had fifteen of them. I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm immortal. Fifteen's nothing. Bitch, I was in a bikini. (laughs) I was in a bikini. I started bloating after the second one. I was. This is coming from the guy who drank like five beers the other day and woke up hungover the next day. (laughs) I used to, I used to be able to drink like that, and then. I became 30. I told somebody today, I was like, I just started having hangovers in the past year. And they were like, I'm 36 and I've never had a hangover. And I'm like, congrats on not having issues with your fucking parents. You fucking (laughs) bitch. Congrats on not having issues, motherfucker. I'm like, I took a shot of Grey Goose from my parents' cabinet at 13 just to feel something. (laughs) That's right. When I was 21, when I turned 21, um... We were at my, so my grandma used to own a restaurant, and so we were at the bar, like, right when it turned midnight. So it's like, hey, you're 21, so here, what do you want? I drank a whole pitcher of beer to myself. I drank nine Jameson shots that were, like, 
they weren't like the small like shot glasses. They were like the like what you put like a rum and coke in. Yeah, they were one of those. Yeah, the the, the big ones. Fulls to the top, nine of them, plus three rumplements and plus two uh, Jaeger bombs within ninety minutes. Do you want to hear something really sad? Like ninety minutes. <laughs> That's jail time. First of all. <laughs> That's illegal, and that's jail time. I drank all of it and then threw up for apparently six hours straight, and the doctor said I didn't have to come in and get my stomach pumps because I was puking it all up for that long. My 21st birthday was in the <laughs> middle of COVID. Oh, that sucks. Like, it was like, my birthday's in July, but it was like 2020, immediately post-COVID. Like right, like right when it started? Like right when things let up a little bit. Ugh. That was oh, my... that's so, even worse. So my almost. 21st was July of 2020, and lockdown started, what, like March? And like kind of let up around June. Uh, so I went to Molly's in Soulard, St. Louis for my 21st, and I went there, and I kid you not, so many... It was so many other girls 21st there mm-hmm. that I was like, immediately, I don't feel special. So that's automatically a bummer. But then I took tequila shots, green teas, had a rum and coke, and I was went to the bathroom with Molly's. The second I took that tequila shot, I was like, it's over. And I was throwing up so hard in the bathroom with Molly's, it took two bouncers to pick me up and carry me out. First of all, I didn't realize I was that heavy that it took two bouncers. I'm like, what do you bench that you can't pick me up? Oh, that was immediate hurt my feelings. And then they had to call my best friend's boyfriend's friend who I had a gigantic crush on to come pick us up. And you know what is the most unsexy thing a girl can do? Vomit in the backseat of your car on her 21st birthday. (laughs) Safe to say I never slept with that guy. It's the most unattractive thing that popped me. That's what I'm still laughing at. Throwing up right in front of him. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, this guy took me home from a bar. And I, I wasn't planning on going home with him. I just ran into him at the bar and recognized him from, like, out and about. Out and about? Where did you mean? Out, out and about? Uh, at, at the bar I work at. Oh, it was... Oh, it, <laughs> Bombers. <laughs> Bomberitos. <laughs> but I ran into him and I went to say hi to him. And he was so hammered. He was like, I'm going. Do you want to come with me? And I was just like, yeah. Okay. I was so drunk at this man's house. I threw up on his carpet and he didn't realize. And then I was like, hey, I'm pretty drunk. I'm going to go home. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll follow you back to your house. So we get back to my house and I'm like trying to speed ahead of him. I'm like, I'm like, Uber, go. Pulls her, I say, pull her on the back, pulls her on the back of my house. And I'm fucking sprinting into my apartment (laughs) to make it look like a feral garbage rat does not live there. And what do I do? I fall on the pavement outside of my apartment, I scraped my knee. It was fucking jagged with 
gravel. And I get into my apartment and I'm cleaning, not even paying attention to the blood dripping on the floor. And this guy comes in after I vomited on his rug. And he's like, my apartment's all clean. I'm so happy. He's like, what happened to your knee? I was like, what happened? And then I realize it. That man still had sex with me. And he still texts me. I vomited on his rug, bled everywhere. And I still had sex with him. Is it? And I threw up in his bathroom too. Is it? I'm not going to say the name. But is it? Oh, it's not the one you're thinking of. Okay. It's a it's a different guy. Which would still be fucking. Uh, the, this guy, the 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 throw up on the rug guy, I call him Golden Boy. <laughs> because that night I had sex with him, I was like, oh my god, he has the golden penis. It's like the holy grail of dicks. Holy grail of dicks. <laughs> okay, every girl out there can attest to this. That there's something called husband dick, mm-hmm. and it's like. The not too big, the not too small, not too thin, not too thick. And I had sex with that boy, and I was like... I had sex with the boy. I was like... It felt like a lock was just put... A key was just put in a lock. I was like, oh my god, this man unlocked my feelings. <laughs> and then I texted him a week later. He didn't respond. I was over it. This is going to be the best episode of all time. I hope I'm offending everybody. <laughs> offending everybody. See, I'm not going to... I hope... So we're going to give a little background since it's fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. I might not air this because I would hardly hear it first. <laughs> It'd be like, are you okay with this? The things I say out loud and to my... Pa- Todd. Yes. Okay, there was a meme a couple years ago <laughs> where it was like people on twitter saying i'm the kim kardashian of this family and then would follow it up with like is the first one to wear high-waisted jeans or something like that so a couple years ago i was on spring break and we were on a boat i was with my mom and my stepdad and i made a joke to my mom and i was like i am the kim kardashian of this family and my mom is like reading a book not paying attention doesn't give a fuck about me i'm the last born kid and she is just like why? Because you have a sex tape? I was like freshly 19. <laughs> Nothing has humbled me more. <laughs> Nothing has humbled me more. It's <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. Without even Why? batting it's it off? Because a sex tape? What? Uh, I mean... My mom gave no fuck. She was just like... I get where your wit comes from now. Without... Because that's phenomenal. I wish I would have said that playing hockey against somebody. (laughs) It hurt more that she was serious. (laughs) She was serious. Hey, remember when we went to the bar and then we, we both took like three drinks home or like left a bottle in the parking lot? Yeah, Yeah, the bottle's right over there. There's still this beer that I haven't taken one sip of since we walked in because I was been trying to get this fucking podcast to work for fucking like an hour. <laughs> I took a high noon home and I think it might be stale. I think it's a stale noon. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> we had a wine tasting thing tonight, and for whatever reason, I was just staring at like the buffalo chicken dip and like the spinach dip. And I don't know if you've seen Pineapple Express, but like 
when he, they just break into the home and they're trying to find Seth Rogen and James Franco and the guy from the office sticks his hand in like the fucking dips he's like food's still warm <laughs> I don't know why and the sudden urge is be like food's still warm and he's like don't do it <laughs> don't ruin the food I can't believe we went to a wine tasting there was a buffalo chicken dip if I ever went to a wine tasting there was a buffalo chicken dip I'd be like nobody here cares oh, about the wine oh my god so this thing like it was, it was just a shit show, because me and my friends, we maybe hit my pen a little too hard before that it started. Like right, be, like literally right before it started, to where we walked in, and this the person running the show. Her name was Barbie. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Literally, uh, Barbie, uh, probably almost seven, late seventies, maybe old. Yeah, she was old, and like. Man, bless her, bless her heart. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I felt like I was back in high school because she was like getting yelling at us for talking over her, or like just just saying something in general, being on her phone. She's like, oh, "Guys, guys, guys!" And so it made us literally revert back to high school and giggle like, every yes, time ma'am. that she yelled at us. Yes, exactly. To where we started just being like. I like leaned over. We had scorecards for like what wine you like the best, so that way you can buy it later. So that's like the whole point of like them doing that. I'll never be that fancy in my whole life. Right? Well, we weren't either. I oh, fuck. I left the scorecard over there. I wrote down special names for every single one. It was never the actual name of the wine. And so she was like, "Hey, what wine did you like the best?" One of them was like the murderer something something something. So I just put the O.J. Simpson. <laughs> This is a John Mulaney joke, but, like, have you ever seen the joke where it's, like, could you imagine doing a crime so bad that you get in a car chase and then they just stop making the car? I can hear him say it. I I love John Mulaney. Imagine if you did a crime so bad that you get in a car chase in a Toyota Camry and then they were, like, we're not making the Toyota Camry for the next 10 years. (laughs) So... One thing that really makes myself, one thing that really makes myself laugh, like really hard, like one thing, that, you know, everybody has like one thing that you do that like you always think it's funny to yourself, and like not everybody else will ever like really laugh at it. Yeah, nobody's gonna laugh. But it's your own personal inside joke that nobody else understands. For me, it's the John Mulaney stand-up where he's talking about like his dad was taking him on like a trip, and he was like. He's like, my sister and my brother, we were assholes. We were the worst kids ever. And my dad was like, all right, we're going to go on this trip. And our counselor, our, like, our like leader that's going to show us around, he only has one arm. So you will not ask him about how he lost his arm. And John Malay's like, I remember raising my hand. And he's like, yes, John. He's like, how did he lose his arm? That's exactly what you won't ask. <laughs> and so John Malay's like, so like day two of being there it was just me and him in this like kitchen and i just waddled on up to him like a little kid go so how did you lose your arm <laughs> and he's like well kid i was born this way and it's his reaction to him is what i always do to everybody now when i like don't care about anything i just go nah because <laughs> he goes well this kid well i was born this way he's like nah I just walked off like wasn't interested but I do that all the time now, and it makes myself. I did it tonight, and nah. I made myself giggle like really hard. Katie's like, "What are you laughing?" I'm like, nah, "Nothing." 
like, nah. He said, nah. <laughs> just the way he does it, because I remember being a little kid, just also just being like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. Like, I could totally get Like, the joke. I'm actually done. Like, I totally get the joke of, like, being a little kid and asking a question and just being like, I'm not interested anymore. Just, like, you just trail off. Like, nah. <laughs> I'm not interested. I love the John Mulaney bit where him and his siblings are in the backseat and they're like, McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> his dad goes to the drive thru and says, One black coffee. That's, that's the precursor to that because that's what they're traveling to. <laughs> the only thing a kid could never enjoy. Yeah. One black coffee. I can't wait to be a parent someday because, like, I am going to be such an asshole to my kids. My kids are, I'm, I'm not going to be a good parent. My parents were to me. I'm not going to be. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, I'm not going to be because sometimes you have to be the trauma your kids live through for them to be funny. Right. And I am psychotic. <laughs> so if they're not funny, it's kind of all on me. Right. So we're, we're the Joker, basically. Yeah, but uh, you know what bothers me with a joker? That he's... That he makes sense? Because that bothers me. <laughs> I watched Why doesn't Batman make sense? I watched the movie and made a little too much sense. Right? Yeah. Joker I, makes so much sense. You know when something is almost too familiar to you that you feel uncomfortable and because you like viscerally sick? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I felt when I was watching the Joker, I was almost like, I know that this is like realistic and I feel guilty about it, but I'm, I I can't do anything about it. But you're so. like, it makes sense. Fuck. <laughs> yep. That's how, you know, you know what else feels that way? Gone Girl. I hate that movie. I would totally frame my husband for murder. See, that, see I, that makes me so mad. <laughs> Just, we look like the assholes. I would frame my husband for murder. I'd do it. I do it. No regrets. But would you do it just like Gone Girl? And but in a way, it'd be like, hey, just going to let you know. Like they obviously she didn't do this way in Gone Girl, but this is my way of spinning Gone Girl. If I was going to parry it, no, I like, would actually like kill myself and make it look like him. I would have like a horribly violent, bloody death because I'm just waiting to die every single just, day. You just look like a Vecna got you from Stranger Things. Did you yeah. watch Stranger Things? Do you watch Stranger Things? I watched the first season, but after... Okay, so I started watching the second season, and then I was like, they're adding too many things in. And I honestly spent a lot of my first, like, like, like 16 to 19 super high. And that's when Stranger Things season two came out, and I couldn't follow it, so I was like, I guess I'm done. <laughs> it's so easy to follow. I was like, I guess I'm done. You're just like, what's going on? Why is this... Why is this demon possessing my son? That's that's no, part no, no, two. No, not first season, second season. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the second season. Yeah, but I didn't remember the first season. Well, the first season, the, the kid got possessed, and they thought he was dead, and he wasn't dead. Yeah, and but then they found okay. out he was actually in. Like, if you just dig, so if you basically, if we dig under this house right now, we'll get into the upside down. But it's, it's hypothetically, not Japan, it's the upside down. Hypothetically, you watch this show once, and then a year and a half later, you're high as fuck. All of your friends are watching Stranger Things season two, and you're like, number one, I don't remember season one that well. Number okay, two, just like Katie. Jeez. number two, she has to rewatch everything. It's 
Oh, I rewatch everything. It makes me want to cry because I just want to watch Better Call Saul. And she has to rewatch seasons one through six to understand what's going on in the first episode. Do you want to hear my season. like fatal flaws? It's been three weeks. My fatal flaw is that one of my favorite shows, and I'm saying this with my chest because I'm basic and I own that. One of my favorite shows, Grey's Anatomy. Sex and City. Close. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. And every year, Grey's Anatomy comes out with a new fucking season. (laughs) And I don't remember what happened the last season. Yeah, because they have 18,000 seasons. So instead of watching it. It's like The Simpsons. Does it matter matter that Bart doesn't age? It's been 30 years. He's 30 years old now. (laughs) Instead of rewatching the last season, I rewatch it from episode one. Every year. Are you okay? No. <laughs> See? That's how I could tell. It's Grey's Anatomy. It's the tell. It's the tell. I found it at a crucial point in my life, okay? It's like hipsters, they listen to the Smiths or like Joy Division when they're depressed. Or, let's see. That's the only thing I got. Because that's why that was me when I was depressed. <laughs> Just using myself as an example. Uh, uh, <laughs> white guys in their 20s get really into golf when they're depressed. No, that's just white guys. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I like golf. I play golf. I'm not good. Todd, you were also depressed. Sort. Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. White guys who were depressed get into golf. Yeah, but I got into golf. The evidence supports. You're like Catherine Zellner from Making a Murder. You're that good at being a lawyer. <laughs> How am I, brother, when Marshall says, lawyered? I say that all the time, and nobody ever knows what I'm talking about, and I'm like... See, like, I always say lawyered like Charlie from It's Always Sunny, and nobody understands that. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, filibuster. And they're like, what? I'm like, you don't know this... Come on. I, okay, I have friends that always quote Always Sunny, and I have to tell them, I'm like, the only time I've seen Always Sunny is, you know, when I... You're one of the people I just described. <laughs> when I've had sex with a dude that smokes a lot of weed and, like, lives in a, an apartment with seven of his best friends, like, and he, after sex, he's like, do you like Always Sunny? Click. I'm he like... just turns it on. No, I guess no. I do now. That's what I do with Katie, but, but with wrestling. <laughs> Hey, you, do you know who Jeff Hardy is? He does flips. Click. Like, Look at this flip off a ladder. Isn't he crazy? And I got lucky, and she was like, actually, yeah, kind of. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Hooked. I always make guys do trivia when they come over to my house. Not like like I ask them questions. Like I sit down on my couch and I go on YouTube and I look up general knowledge trivia. You should do this right now. Bro, I'll pull up the receipts. I make guys do this. I will try to answer. And we'll see how dumb I am. This is my favorite thing to do with people. Because you would be surprised by how many people are really great at trivia and really shitty at trivia. Oh shit, before you actually pull that up. It's your first time on the show. I forgot. I've been... I haven't recorded a podcast in a minute. 
But we do the Anything But Credible questions presented by the Anything But Credible podcast, which you can find at www.anythingbutcredible.com, which is where we find our podcast and stuff. I'm pretty good at doing commercials. <laughs> but, so we, I, I forgot to ask you the three Anything But Credible questions. It's a, like icebreakers. Completely skipped over that because we're like, let's fucking record. <laughs> Wait, anything more credible? Do I have to lie about it? or No, it's just like icebreakers. Okay. You just okay. answer. So, uh, does pineapple go on a pizza? I think that you can put any topping as a pizza, like on a pizza. Um, you can do whatever topping you would like, as long as it's not like human bodies or something, because that's gross. But will I... Will I enjoy it? And will I consume it? No. If you put pineapple on pizza, fundamentally, I think that something is scrambled in your tongue taste buds. And I don't trust you, and I don't want to be near you. You told that in the most political way I've ever heard on Fox News before. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm fucker Molson. You can put anything on a pizza. I'm just not going to like it, and I'm not going to like you if you do it. Damn. All right. I've never asked that question before when I've done this. <laughs> That's the best answer that anybody could ever give, too. Shoo. If you could pick one movie to take on to an island that you can only watch one time ever again, what would it be? It's basically it. your favorite movie, obviously. Oh, I feel I feel like I have a top three. Okay, say your top three. Okay, I want to say Fight Club. Oh, because Fight Club is one of my favorite movies. Um, I'm not I'm not a misogynist. I just love watching men fight each other. This is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. All right, uh, Meatloaf. Goodfella, Goodfellas. Oh goddamn! I'm not. You were like hyping up to me that you haven't seen so many of these other movies in these two movies that you've picked so far I don't believe you now those are those are my favorites and then um, phenomenal movies I also love About Time um, which is with Rachel McAdams did you know that Rachel McAdams plays the wife of a time traveler in two different movies did you know that she's in Wedding Crashers I did know that <laughs> did you know that she's Crowd Cakes and Football that's what Marilyn does yeah Notebook what up? Uh, <laughs> in The Time Traveler's Wife and About Time, both movies about a girl being married to time travelers, Rachel McAdams in both of them. I'm like, how does that happen? But I want to say About Time just because it's like the perfect amount of like cheesy and also like mm-hmm. interesting. And it does make me cry. Oh, that's one of those movies. Yeah, you have to have a good cry movie if you're going to Desert Island, you know? No, no. See, for me, if I could pick three movies, it would probably be Back to the Future. Great pick. Great pick. Jurassic Park. And The Matrix, probably. Okay. I've never seen Jurassic Park because I don't fuck with dinosaurs. What? I don't believe in dinosaurs. I mean, I believe in dinosaurs. You know, man, like, I, I think they had feathers. Do you think the Earth is flat? No. <laughs> in, like, a simulation, maybe. Because like every, The Matrix? Because everything's flat in a simulation. Live? I just, I don't believe in dinosaurs like that. I think Jurassic Park is a gross misrepresentation, and 
I don't believe in this like big dinosaur propaganda that they have like scales and all this stuff. I think there's a lot that we don't know about dinosaurs and I'm just I want the truth. I want the truth. Well, I also I think dinosaurs are real. Only because I think I really want to believe that there was a giant fucking monster like Godzilla that had the tiniest arms ever and did nothing with them and so it's like what's the point? <laughs> Why even put arms? Just make them two legged. I used to get Godzilla and King Kong confused. Did you do that? <laughs> Got confused. Yeah, I thought there was one's anything. a lizard and one's just a giant. Gorilla. No, I've never seen either one of them. But when I was a kid, I heard Godzilla and then I heard King Kong and like monsters wrecking a city, and I was like, "Oh yeah, same." <laughs> so I could not remember which one was like a lizard thing and which one was a monkey for the longest time. It still takes me a second, like a second longer than it should. <laughs> it still takes me a second longer than it should. Is that embarrassing? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so good. So you've, okay, never wait. Seen, you've never seen Jurassic Park, though. No. We have to watch Jurassic Park. It's so good. Okay, wait. Jurassic Park, The Matrix. What was your other one? Back to the Future. That's a good movie. Yeah, Back to the Future is amazing. Yeah, but besides the fact that he wants to, like, kind of fuck his mom. No, he tried not to fuck his mom. It's not his fault. His mom was like, you look attractive. It's like, oh, because you look like me. Cause... I, I feel like it's like the 17 again thing where he goes back. He comes to the future as 17-year-old and his daughter, like, is trying to fuck him. And he's like... Whoa, I'm literally your dad. When John Mulaney explains, he's like, could you imagine going into a movie studio and explaining Back to the Future? It's like, yeah, it's about a movie where a guy goes back in time and tries to fuck his mom. He's like, what? Right? He's like, but that's not the end of the story. There's so much more. And then his... There's this he's one friends guy. with a really old yeah. guy yeah. who you can't tell is 42 or 85. Then there's a guy named Biff who's a total asshole. Tries to rape his mom, but then his dad gives him a job, like, way into the future. It's a wild story. <laughs> John Mulaney is so funny. Like, maybe the, the, the funniest of our generation. Oh, yeah. I have a theory on this, actually. I want to hear the theory. So, for me, it's like, cartoons when I was a kid were very slapstick and, like, they were like goofy as fuck like and like in a really really over the top funny way that was like iconic and then i feel like your generation of cartoons wasn't really like that and it's more like kim possible like oh let's we're an agent blah blah blah. we do all these adventures you were my generation is definitely kind of like a say it and then kind of a like eyebrows raised like yeah (gasps) Yeah. moment like they're waiting for you to react or they'll just kind of breeze by the comedy because like Gen Z's do not give a shit about anything. No, they don't. Like, they all. just really don't. Yeah. So we're like, we don't need the comedy to, like, punch us in the face. We're kind of just like, ha, our whole life's a joke. I do feel like Gen Z's extremely judgmental. In, oh. like, a weird way where they don't give a fuck, but then they're judging, like, so many others besides just, like... I will say Gen Z has kind of had, like... I'm not going to say the toughest time. But like millennials are fucked up. Gen Z's like <laughs> like ninety nine. What happened? Gen Z like ninety eight to like two thousand, whatever. 
We were born. 9-11 happened. I was going to say, do you remember 9-11? No, not at all. But I've had this conversation, like, literally unoffended, like, like three months ago. Because I had somebody, like, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, do you know 9-11? It was a coworker of mine, because he was, like, 22, 21. Or, you know. No, I don't remember 9-11 laugh, at he's probably, all. like, 26. I just got to tell the story, Corey. He's actually 26. (laughs) He's actually 35. He was just so drunk he doesn't remember. Um, But I was just like, no, like it it blows my mind. So you really don't remember 9-11. Not at all. Oh, it blows my mind. I was was two when 9-11 happened. That blows my mind. I was 10 and I remember waking, I remember it vividly. Like, like, like almost hour for hour where I was the entire day. Like it's crazy, like. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, well, nine eleven happened, and then, uh, was it Kent's? No, that was eighties. Uh, Columbine. Columbine was that? Um, uh, Columbine was before nine eleven. Okay, what was the? Oh, the movie theater in Colorado. Yeah. And then, uh, oh eight housing crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, all everybody's parents lost their jobs. And then Sandy Hook, uh, Boston Marathon bombing, mm-hmm. Vegas, uh, Ariana Grande concert shooting. Um, I forgot about that one. 2016 election. Uh, <laughs> like. Sorry. <laughs> it really hasn't been great. It's just all these like major, 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 major tragedies in the 2016 election, and then it just like keeps going. Like, so you slide it, yeah, slide it in. <laughs> 2016 election. Uh oh, didn't uh, the, the 2020 election? <laughs> Paris got bombed. Like everybody, everybody, or everything that Gen Z has been through from the time they were born has all been so traumatic. It's like. Oh, school shooting, 9-11, bombing, housing crisis. All of our parents mm-hmm. lost their jobs. Um, you know, the most bigoted fucking narcissistic celebrity TV person was... See, what's crazy is that, like, you, you guys hear, you hear all about the, like, these shootings and all these fucked up things, and they last for, like, two weeks, right? Like, yeah. Like, in the news cycle. 9-11 lasted for three years. Yeah. Like, that fucked us up. Like, that fucked up every little kid. Like, people don't want to admit it. It fucked us up psychologically in so many ways to where we we became numb to everything after that so quickly because we were so young and so fragile to, like, the thought of that. You know what I mean? Because, like, like the first time you encounter death. My my big one, the first one that I was, like, able to, like... Diana died. Yeah, that was my parents. Like, I was... No, I was, like, four or five like and I remember exactly where I was for that because my dad was just like I was sitting next to my dad at a bar because he used to work at the bar because my mom was 19 when she had me so like my dad was super young too so like it's a Saturday night Saturday Night Live is supposed to be on and I love Saturday Night Live obviously Wayne and Garth Wayne's World <laughs> I love Saturday Night Live so much that they kept me up to like watch it on Saturday night and it was breaking news and it never aired because it was just the image of the car crash I remember that so vividly like and I was like six or I was like five or six years old. My first big one was Sandy Hook. Honestly, that's the first that's one that crazy. really hit home for me. It was like I was probably like eleven, twelve, like maybe even younger than that. But like that's crazy. I, I was in middle school, I think, and I found out about Sandy Hook, and I was like, oh my god, the amount of kids that they killed. Yeah, and I was I was in Maine, mm-hmm. and like Connecticut's like 
it's not like super far. It's like like a few states away. Like and like that's kind of a small area. It's like finding out it's like you're in St. Louis and it's in southern Missouri. Where I was like, Oh my god, somebody just killed these fucking children. Yeah. That was the first thing I processed. That was literally like the last time I've ever felt sympathy. Like it became numb after that. Yeah. And that's like that's what scares me. And it's, there was a TikTok that came out of like, why is millennials like the way they are? And it just cuts to a millennial, like they cut it and it's like, here's why the way we are. And they list all these things off. It's like, we just became numb. We care just like you. We just yeah. became numb because nothing ever changed. No, that's why Gen Z is like millennials. Are like a lot of people get millennials are like, they're tryhards. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, they're like really want to impress people, but have like chronic anxiety and are like, mm. I won't ask for ketchup or I don't want to say anything even if my meal's wrong. And Gen Z is literally just like, I literally do not care if I live or die. <laughs> this pasta so morbid. means nothing to me. It's like a level of apathy that is almost just like <laughs> so ambivalent towards life and death. Or is it that we're just the intelligent ones? <laughs> Because I hate people. I'm not going to lie. I don't care what age you are. If you drive slow and I'm in a hurry, get the fuck out of the way. Other even... people got to be somewhere. Use your blinker too. <laughs> the amount of road rage I, rage I get. And then when I see it's a woman, I'm just like, oh, you're fine, girl. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay. Other way around for me. <laughs> if I see a man driving, I'm like, I'll run him over. I'll kill him. Our this podcast is gonna bring back just the hatred for men and women where we're gonna make it okay for men to make jokes again because we're making jokes back and forth, but then people are gonna get offended by it and they're like, Oh, can you believe that asshole? And it's like this is what the media does. I just made a John Mulaney joke. I actually I actually don't <laughs> like men. Well, you're you, I feel like I'm like an exception. Okay, here's the thing. I just think that women are the better gender. Well they are. And I'm like, not just saying that because I I don't think you guys are smarter. I just think you guys are prettier. I just think that women... <laughs> such an ass. <laughs> I just think that women have more together. Honestly. Oh. Seeing the world run by men for the past, like, I don't know, 2,000, 5,000 years. Oh, way longer. <laughs> you notice how things are super fucked up? We so things are fucked up. You know what? And they have been. You know what women didn't do? They didn't invent an economy. Okay? Women never were like... You know what women did that Let's sucks? make a whole system. They invented humans because they can birth them. Humans suck. <laughs> hey, it takes two to tango, man. I mean, sperm's got to go somewhere. That's true. I, I swear all to God, just <laughs> I ne- if I have kids, I never want to have a boy. If my body grows a white straight man, I will actually call the police. He could turn out to be a good guy. What? He could turn out to be a good guy. He could play Batman in a movie. Robert Pattinson said he was going to said he was going to do porn if I Batman love Robert failed. Robert Pattinson. He said he was going to do porn if Batman failed. And I love him even more for saying that because that's great. He hates Twilight so much, and it brings me so much joy to hear him be like, I hate those movies. <laughs> and there's like an interview with Jimmy Fallon where Jimmy Fallon's like, oh, it's like, 
it's the last movie, Twilight. Like, you must be sad. Like, your fans are sad. Like, you must be pretty sad. He goes, well, my fans are sad. I know that. <laughs> just, like, giggled about it. <laughs> he was just like, I'm really so done with this. I don't even care. We just, we just, be, we just found the greatest podcast. We're going to make so much money off of this. We're going to listen back to this in the morning and be like, is it us or is it mental illness? <laughs> he's gonna come. You never leave. We're just sitting here, and he's like, "What do you guys do?" We're like, we've been up for four hours trying to record the best podcast ever. We're almost there. <laughs> just another five hours. So in the podcast, I want to tell the story of the guy that came in my popcorn bowl. <laughs> my designated popcorn bowl. He said, I wouldn't eat that. Sir? It then looked away. I wouldn't eat that. No. This man walked in the room, a helicopter dips, dick swinging around, being like, oh, I'm so glad I came. I'm like, you really had to come in my popcorn bowl? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell the story. Essentially, I picked this guy up from a bar that I had already been sleeping with for a while because, you know, I'm a whore. Former. Reformed, if you will. Recovering. So this guy comes over to my house and uh, we hook up, whatever, but he just, he obviously was just drunk, couldn't come, was like, whatever. So I was like... Okay, I'm going to go to bed then. Have a good night. And I woke up the next morning and he kept trying to have sex with me. And I was like, please no. I am so hungover. I'm an inch from death. And he was like, please. I said, okay, you have three minutes to come to me. And if you don't, I'm going back to sleep. Three minutes. Like a fucking challenge. Three minutes. I'm like, get the fuck. Here's your mission. (laughs) I'm like, get the fuck off of me. And he's like, are you kidding me? I was like, yeah, I'm going to shower and get ready for work. He goes and just lays down on my couch. So I think. I think you've told me this story before, actually. And he pulls up his phone and starts <laughs> watching porn. I'm getting ready in my bathroom. And I walk out on my couch. And there's this guy who won't leave my fucking apartment watching porn and jerking off my couch. And I'm like, out of all the things... That I need to do. I don't have time for this. So like a good Samaritan. I just turned around. And looked away from the jerking off man. And I went back into my bathroom. And then like five minutes later. I'm getting ready. And he says. Oh thank god. And comes in fucking dick swinging. And I'm like. You have a good time bud? He was like yeah. You have a good time bud? (laughs) But I wouldn't eat that popcorn. And then I remember I made popcorn the night before and left the bowl there. And he couldn't think of where to come and he came in my popcorn bowl. So it didn't click in my brain until halfway through the story when I realized this was the reason why we were like, we have to do a podcast. It was this story. (laughs) We call him Cumcorn. Cumcorn. 
after you told me this story, I was like, I can't believe this is true. Number one. Number two, the you funny, have to come on my podcast. <laughs> the funny thing is the first time I met this guy, I was actually about to have sex with his friend. And I walked out of the bathroom from the bar that I was at with his friend. And the guy that I was with originally was making out with the waitress. And Cumcorn guy. Cumcorn. Is talking to me. He was like, I was like, I was like, hey, dude, your friend's a dick. And he's like, yeah, you know. He was like, I don't get why he can't just say, oh, I want to hook up with somebody. I was like, yeah, I definitely respect that a lot more. And this guy was like, yeah, like, I'm really attracted to you. We could have sex. And I was like, let's just go then. And this guy was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then we can leave. And I went out through the back door of this bar and I never came back. <laughs> oh, I've made a pull that a few times. I'm actually going to text him right now. There's been a few times where I've done the exact same thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you right there. And then it was just like, get me home, get me home, get me home, get me the fuck home. <laughs> Be like, Uber, Uber, Uber. My friends were like, are you sure you don't want to come with me? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I walk back inside. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mistake, 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 mistake. I'm Tyson Cumcorn Boy. You think he'll listen to the show and be like, am I Cumcorn Boy? Boy? <laughs> Cumcorn Boy. That's a fucking tongue twister. You know what the funny thing is? Yeah, Say like, that five times fast. He actually also... Cum... 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 New tongue cum twister. Guess what, little kids? You ain't gonna see... You ain't gonna be saying Sally Seashore or whatever the fucking thing is. You're gonna cum say... Boy. Cumcorn Boy. <laughs> Holy shit. I we're I'm so high right now I'm gonna listen to this tomorrow. I'm like, come corn boy. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't wait to see if this guy responds. I'm so excited. Did you just be like, hey, remember that time you came in my popcorn bowl? That's why I would let off. I will let off with that. No, I, I didn't want to remind <laughs> him. The funny thing is he actually also broke my coffee table. Broke your coffee table. And then asked me to tag team him and his friend. And I'm like... And somehow the cum corn is still the craziest story. Yeah. I'm like, you can't have more than one story. You know, every guy gets one story. I'm not going to lie. When you told me those two things, I was still in my brain. I was like, that doesn't top coming in a popcorn bowl. <laughs> like, not, that's doesn't. not yours. <laughs> like, no, he broke, he broke my coffee table. It's still broken. I'm just too broke to replace it. And also, it was vintage... So I'm like, I don't want to... Was it 2002? 98. <laughs> oh, four years before it. Is that, did I do, oh my God, I did perfect math on that. Go me. Good job, even numbers. Thanks. 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 I did great math. I got straight A's. Honor student Vianney for cheating. Um, <laughs> it's Imagine still... people from St. Louis listen to this and they know all the references. Oh, they do. It's like, we do. It's so funny. Like, when we first started doing this podcast, it was broadcasted on a pro wrestling, like, site, basically. So that's why everybody thought, like, it was just about wrestling when it wasn't. But their reach was, like, crazy. Like, we would be reaching, like, 3 million people a week. Like, that's insane. And we would, our downloads were great. And then they've, this is the first time I've ever saying this on air. They fucked us over so many times when we could have had, like, so many ads and sponsors to where we could have really been paid, like, pretty well. Yeah. Like, we had, like, actual wrestlers, like, from WWE following, like, our shit. Like, it was, like, 
getting that big. And then the guy that ran it like completely lost his mind. And like we sold like I had t-shirts made like with our shit on it that's like on I think it's still on prowrestlingtees.com which is insane to me. Like that's where like AEW like the wrestling show that I watch like sells their t-shirts. So like we're like our podcast was on that. And I'm still positive that it's still up and I haven't seen a dime of t-shirt sales. So they're just taking your money. That that website isn't. The guy from the other wrestling website is. That, like, broadcaster our shit. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, we can use, like, our, like, follow. Because, like, we get so many people, like, look like looking Let's at us. Let's just take this people's yeah. thing and boost it. Yeah. So he kept all the t-shirt sale money, even though it's my podcast and my, like, my logo. Kept all that money. Then, on top of it, we actually finally got, like... A huge like clothing company as the revivalists uh they make like all their shirts are like button downs or like swimsuits like like board shorts but they're like they have designs of like shit from the office or like wwe yeah, so yeah. they obviously are a pretty decently large company if they're getting the rights to all this different like movie and tv show stuff and they sent us a bunch of shit which unbeknownst to us we had no idea that it got sent to us the guy took it and flipped it and sold it on eBay instead of promoting them like on podcast or letting us know to promote them. What the actual fuck? Right. And we would be, we like, that would have been like a decent like check. Like that would have actually been like a really decent check. I wouldn't even sue him. I would just call him up and fight him. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not going to sue him. Oh, I called him out on Twitter and shit and it like completely blew up. So I like actually stuck with it for a little bit because I was like, you know what? If we can grow this a little bit, and then maybe something else will happen because like we just keep growing and growing and growing. And then he took away like Twitter rights from me, which I was the one that grew like it from like eighteen thousand followers to like twenty five thousand followers. When he took it over, like now it's below like seventeen, I think. It's not great. Because he turned into a total psycho conspiracy theory, like, QAnon person. Yeah. Ugh. And he started tweeting, like, really political shit, like, from, like, the Twitter handle. And he's like, why aren't you guys, why are we losing so many followers, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because you are a psycho, and I don't want my name associated with that. Like, yeah, I don't want to be tied to that. Yeah, no. Like, super transphobic marks, and it was just, like, one of the things was a women's wrestler in AEW's trans, and, like... Like, oh, I can't believe... He said, I can't believe a guy won the women's championship. I go, you are the most insensitive motherfucker I've ever met in my fucking life. Like... I don't get why it's so hard for people to respect trans people because, like... Right? I'm not going to claim over here to be, like, the most, like, educated person as, like, you know, like, gender and sexuality. But at the end of the day, if somebody tells me, they're like, hey, I prefer to use these pronouns or I prefer to use this name when you're talking about me or talking to me like 100% yeah I'll right. do it because if it's real life shit and it's like and it's also like it doesn't hurt me anything to just yeah. like change something it's like oh if I call you Todd or like somebody calls you a nickname or if I know you growing up as a nickname and you're like hey I don't use that anymore like yeah I excuse might excuse me I'm Todd with two D's not one anymore yeah like, it's like I thanks. might I might just stumble over it Todd, duh, duh. Todd, duh, duh. 
All right, but like, all right, Sam's told me tonight, Todd with the one big D. <laughs> that's what he's told. That's what he said to the wine person that was running the thing. Todd, how do you spell your name? And before I could say it, that's what Sam said. <laughs> Todd with the one big D. And I'm like, it's two Ds. Like two Ds. <laughs> Cut him off Double really D. Quickly. <laughs> Double D. Yeah, yeah, like I'm Todd with the big D O double Ds. Not a big deal. What if somebody's like, my name is John, but I prefer to go by Jonathan. I'm not going to be like, fuck you. You were always John. You were always John. How dare you? Right. Like, who cares? It doesn't, you know what? Maybe I stumble over it. Then I'm just like, Jonathan. Hey, I used to go by Todd, but now I go by Todd. It's like, what's different? It's like, I only have one D now. Only one D. <laughs> it's actually Mac with a K, not with a CK. Um, How dare you? How dare you? I can tell with the inflection of your voice. <laughs> so do you work at the Mac because your name is Mac, Kenzie? People ask me that all the time and I'm like... Is it the most overused joke in the world? Because I was hoping that it would be. It really is. Yep. I would say, hi, I'm Mac, just like the bar. They're like, oh, what a coincidence. And I was like, well, I am, you know... Going into advertising, so. <laughs> Did work out pretty well for me. <laughs> Terms of branding, thank you. Anyways, do you want a Bud Light? <laughs> Anyways, are you done being an asshole? <laughs> there was one time I was at work, so I used to work at KMOX, and there was a bar that used to be on our bottom floor I was until COVID hit, and then they closed, but... We would used to always go down to the bar after work, and I remember this one time I was taking the elevator down or back up to, like, whatever floor we were on, and there was, like, a couple of workers, like, in the elevator, like, maids, because, like, we were connected to, like, a, basically, like, a hotel slash, like, apartment complex. It's, like, super high-end shit, and they're, like, they were standing there, and I had this tattoo. I just got this tattoo from my brother because he has autism with the puzzle piece and Kuna Matata. And she looked over, the worker looked over at my tattoo. She goes, was that a mistake? Were you drunk when you got that? And I just, like, turned to her and looked at her. And it's her coworker even gave her, like, a look like, why would you say that? And I just turned to her, I go, no, you know what? do you know what autism is? And she's like, yeah. And I go, do you know how like the puzzle piece is like the icon for autism? She's like, it totally could see it. Like you could see like the wheels turning in her head basically to where like her emotion changed from like smart ass to, Oh fuck. Like really quickly. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I go, yeah, my brother has autism, so I got this from my brother a little while ago, but I'm glad you think it was a mistake. And just walked out of the elevator. <laughs> Is that a mistake? No, are you? Right. Or as uh, a wrestler said to a fan two weeks ago, like, he totally fucked up the move. It's like, totally missed the other wrestler when he was, like, jumping down to kick him, and he just, it was really bad. It was really bad. He does not connect. And the fan's like, ha you missed him. And he just goes, well, I wish your dad would have missed your mama when he came in here fucking years ago, you you punk-ass bitch. Like, it's the way he says it. He says it so on the spot. And it, like, no waste, no wasted time whatsoever. I'm going to play I'm going to play it through the speaker. Because it is, 
literally no wasted time when he says it. Just like holy shit. Like I wish I was that good, that quick on my feet to talk shit. Every time at trivia at the Mac, people are like, "Come up with a funny team name." I'm like, guys, I've actually never once been funny, and I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> That's not true. It happens by accident. <laughs> it happens by accident. Where's it at? Where's it at? I mean, I was fucking like crying, laughing at this. Just, just for the timing and the wit alone. It's like, all right, <laughs> you win. <laughs> the guy tweets so much. I have a problem. All my tweets are about being angry at men, and I feel like I should probably fix that about myself. Uh, all mine's just calling out like asshole, like fans for hockey or wrestling that like take it too seriously. And I'm just an asshole back. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be. Oh my god, where is this? Was it that long ago? Oh, shit. Did I lose? Damn, I lost it. One of my favorite tweets I've ever done. Katie and I were in Nashville like a month ago. And we're just laying in bed like early in the morning before we had to go like leave for the wedding and like we didn't have clothes on but she kept her shirt on and i'm like why don't you just take your shirt like like katie like you don't pants on why don't you just take your shirt off she goes but i like being poo bear (laughs) i like being poo bear (laughs) so i put a tweet out i go the funniest thing that katie's ever said to me but i like being poo bear and i put a gif of like winnie the pooh like looking at himself in the mirror but like dancing around but it's where his head just stays forward and his body still dances like around <laughs> wait Todd what's your Twitter trick 1042 trick 1042 trick. ladies and gentlemen you hear heard it here first that's the profile picture is me and Katie holding up baby Yoda aka Grogu uh my Twitter name is at Spuds McKenzie I think I follow you so I think we talked about this before because you told me it was Spud McKenzie because you saw Spud McKenzie in my bar. Uh, Todd has the coolest Spud McKenzie little decorative, uh, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, like, like a little figure, but it's bigger than like a figure. It's like the real, it's the real Spud McKenzie. So that was like every bar, basically every bar in the 80s had that. I looked up how much it is to get like a Spud McKenzie figure. And they're probably, it's like it's like cheap. two feet tall. And, like, I looked it up because I'm Spuds McKenzie, and I looked it up. They're $500. Yeah, they're insanely expensive. And they keep going up, too. They're, like, not stopping. Ricky Starks has a brewery. Okay, wait. Your Twitter is at Trick1042. 10, Are you sure? I'm trying to find it. Yeah, positive. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure that's your phone number? Yeah, okay, I just followed you. So if you get a Spuds McKenzie follow. Right. Hang on, my most recent horrible tweets, because none of them were funny, and I'd rather do it myself than theirs. My pin tweet, my only goal in life is to out Pizza the Hut. <laughs> yep, follow back. I wasn't following you. My next you. tweet, I don't feel like we as a society are keeping a good enough eye and out for Selena. Let's see, what was my last tweet? Me, I'm just an asshole to, like, people who are assholes to, like, wrestlers because they, like, they treat it like it's real. And it's like, these people have lives and, like, they're human beings, dude. 
This guy's not actually an at. This guy's not actually a demon, man. Like he's a person, like just portraying a character who's possessed. Like he's not real. <laughs> it's not real, man. Like fuck you. You're like these people probably all have like coffee together, hang out. It's not real. They sacrifice like they literally sacrificed their life. Like basically, like this person. This person's just like CM Punk. Just got injured in wrestling. That was my heel of the week because I'm like he's one of my favorite wrestlers. He gets hurt. They're coming here in two weeks, so he's obviously not going to be here now in two weeks because he's getting surgery, blah, blah. So this person's like, didn't he complain Didn't he complain that Rock got hurt as champion and he left the business for years and came back to main event? Is it like his promos are on Cena? You become what you hate. You become what you're nostalgic in the past. And all I said was, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? This made me laugh because it made no sense. Nothing I just said it was like a coherent sentence. That wasn't even English. Exactly. I read that word for word. Genuinely, as you're reading that, I was like, oh my god, wow, I might be higher than I thought. Right? Yeah. And when I read that out loud, I was like, wow, like, maybe I'm higher than I thought. And not, I don't know, there was another person that, like, every first letter was capitalized. And then before I... If people use capital letters in their text messages, immediately I'm like... You hate me. You're you're gonna murder me and bury me in the backyard. I don't trust it. It was literally like every single word was a capital letter, and I was gonna be like gonna respond to them with every first letter capitalized. Also, like okay, Kanye, calm down. But then I saw twenty other people did it first. I was like, fuck, can't my ideas totally been taken already? Okay, Kanye, weast. Kanye, yeah. (laughs) Kanye, weast. East. I thought you said weast. Weast. I did say weast. That's why I thought you said because I'm high. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, that guy that we saw earlier that I told you that, well, that you know. Yeah. That I'm like, me, 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 me. He might pick me up because I don't want to drive drunk because that's mm. irresponsible and don't do it. Yeah, no. Never drunk drive. Don't drunk drive unless you absolutely have to and it's an emergency. All right. Then before you go, this is a hit. Okay. Just like what my dad used to do to me. <laughs> that pops me earlier. And you're Ryan Yurel did not laugh. And I'm like covering my face and just... Ryan and Yurel did not think that was funny. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. They were like, oh my god. And I was like, you know when you say something serious, but it's a joke and you don't actually want to talk about it? Like, can we just scoot past that? And it made me laugh harder when I like looked at you and you looked at me like totally kind of nervous because they didn't laugh and it made me laugh harder. <laughs> I was just like, uh, does anybody have my back I really want to be like like this. Why she's my favorite person, just for that joke alone. They're like, "Do you have brothers?" I was like, "No, my dad hit me." <laughs> if you could pick one song, or actually not one song, what's your favorite song that you like to listen to right now? Let's put it that way, because I feel like that changes for everybody. Oh, okay. Right now, we used to do songs of the week. That was like a big segment in our show, and we stopped doing it because it became very redundant. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what you're song right now. Uh, I like "All Your Exes" by Julia Michaels. 
Um, and then I like, uh, honestly, I'm on a big Casey Musgraves kick right now. And I love Dime Store Cowgirl. Dime Store Cow... Dime... I can't speak. Dime Store Cowgirl. Life-changing. Come corn, boy. <laughs> Come corn. Uh, sh- sh- charcuterie come board. Charcuterie. <laughs> charcuterie. There's come on the popcorn. Like w. Bush. Charcuterie. Come on the grapes. <laughs> and there's a um, honey almond cum glaze. <laughs> Did I say the cum? Cum coated almonds <laughs> with a sea salt. And pineapple. And pineapple chunks. <laughs> pineapple chunks. Gross. We have seven different crackers and two are gluten free. You're gonna hear you're gonna be like, Oh, this show's not bad. This show we love like this is great. Post this and then you're gonna get to this part and you're gonna be like, Oh no. <laughs> two are gluten free. <laughs> We have a rosemary and thyme. What makes cum gluten-free? <laughs> I would guess the absence of gluten. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> For me, anyway, the song that I love right now is... Yeah, I want to hear your top three. Top two, top top, top one, two, one two, like two currently, three. Yeah, top yeah, two? yeah, of the week, not of all time. I'm gonna say music for a sushi restaurant by Harry Styles because that oh song my is phenomenal. God, that song is so good. It's so good. Okay, Matilda he's, by he's Harry a, Styles. That's fucking phenomenal too. So good. Honestly, that whole album's good. That whole album's really good. And I actually think some Harry songs Styles, are taking me longer to appreciate than others, but I, I do love all. There's of them. a couple. There's one slow song on there that I'm like, this sounds like an Ed Sheeran song, and it's probably gonna get played out the ass. Like in a few as months. it was is really good too. I know it's like kind as of as it was more, is really good. It's like a trendier song, but right. it kind of reminds me of the Wallows. Anyways, music for a sushi restaurant is super good. Let's see that. See, I think Harry Styles is a modern day David Bowie. You said that, and I've been saying it to everybody since. I love it. So that means I really like Harry Styles because I love David Bowie. I love it. Yeah. I thought that tattoo was a fish for a long time, but I was looking at it sideways the whole time. It's actually, it's David Bowie. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I liked it before when I thought it was a fish. I thought it was like a fish in a bowl, and I was like, I, I'm looking at it sideways, so I was like, oh my god. Uh, because sometimes you ask about people's tattoos, and they're like, here's a 45-minute story about my grandma, and I'm like, I don't care. I got this one with my ex-fiance. Yikes. They're going to be like, continue. <laughs> this story, I got time for. <laughs> no, but now I like it because it's like it says it's an apparition, it's superstition. So I'm like, yeah, it's life. It I makes can't believe sense. you had a matching tattoo with somebody you've ever dated. Oh, it, it wasn't. A, she got a different lyric, but it. this is a typewriter. The lyric on her is in my handwriting. So she lost Tywin. The other song that I like this week. <laughs> Super Mario. No, Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush because of Stranger Things. Because that became like a... 
I listened to that song like on repeat after I watched the one episode where it was like heavily like a main focus of the show. I love um, his sister and like the the weird awkward kid that became kind of cool. Dustin. No. Steve. The weird uh, awkward kid. Like that's the... in like everything now. Like, no, no, in no. Ghostbusters. The, ki- the kid's older sister. The main guy from the first season, not the one that went missing. The guy who had the older sister. That was dating the um, guy. The... That was dating like the the guy with the long, like the flowy yeah, hair. Yeah. Okay, so in real life, she's dating like the awkward nerdy kid. But, mm-hmm. Their relationship is so cute. And they paired him up in the show. Up, oh, spoiler! You haven't seen it past season one. Well, I know <laughs> they get together in the show, but I'm also like, you know, it seems like they're breaking him up in season four. But you got to get there. To you see know it. what? <laughs> I, I don't like to watch shows until they're finished. Oh, no. You're like a Katie. No. I like to watch shows once they're finished and then I can binge it and be like, oh, my God. See, I hate that. I hate it so much. I can't watch shows season by season. See, because Katie forgets everything. So she has to rewatch everything. So that's why Better Call Saul. So, like, this is the final season. They did a mid-season finale. Oh, she's going to have to rewatch the whole thing? She did. She did it in three weeks. She did it from season one to season, like, Three season six, it's on season seven now, I think. Oh, I, I watch movies and like TV shows in the shower, so like I watch things really fast because I just zoom through them. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I watch TV shows in the car and I'll just won't watch the audio, like the video, I'll just play the audio over my Bluetooth and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm watching it. See, I, if I was like at work, I would just be like, um, I would just listen to like Space Jam because it was like I knew where that movie was at. I always thought that movie always went by super quick for me. I'm not sure what Space Jam is. I've just been lying about knowing what it is for the past 22 years. Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny? I have no idea what you're talking about. What? I've just been lying about this. If anybody asked me any questions about Space Jam, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what it's about. What? But Space Jam is cool. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I've just been lying about knowing what Space Jam is for 22 years. You just broke my heart. You just broke my heart. <laughs> have you ever seen Space Jam? How do you expect me to live, laugh, love in these conditions? How do you expect me to live, laugh, super kick in these super, in these conditions? That's a thing in wrestling right now. There's a guy. There's wrestlers. who are their brothers. Live, laugh, and super kick. Live, laugh, super kick. That's they say it like super super silent like that, and then they super kick the other person, and then. They're like, oh my god, I understand. And then the next week, they join them, and they super kick somebody else, and then they join them. It's growing an army. <laughs> In this economy? Bog. Bog. Or like this... Actually, you know what? I take back. I take back the last song. This is my song of the week. Nope, not that one. This one. Todd. I was chasing Katie around the house naked to the sun. <laughs> Not the Chippendale. Not the Chippendale. It's actually in French, if you didn't know, because there's lyrics. Waiting on touch tunes to put it on their shit so I can play it at the back. <laughs> small horse, small horse. Petite you pony. are a little gray. Yeah. And 
A little petite. Yep. Petite, uh, small horse, small horse. Yep, the song is called Petite Pony. <laughs> First time I heard this was on a TikTok with like a little like, little like armadillo like running across the screen like really fast. And that's all it was. And you're like, this will be, this well, will the, be it. Then I saw it on another TikTok and I was like, this song is hilarious. Okay, I gotta put my shoes back on because this this boy that I don't like is about to pick this me up. This boy that I don't like. Does it make well, me a bad person? Yes. Does it add to my biography? Do you have three things you want to shout out before you go? One, two, three, finish. That's how we finish the show. Okay. Uh, three things I want to shout out. One, men not having birthdays. We should cancel all of them. <laughs> um, number two, iced coffees. Be basic. Just get a fucking iced coffee. Um, number three, I know. That really good feeling when your tan starts to peel a little bit, and then you get to like peel skin off your own body like a fucking lizard. Like when you used to put glue on your hand in grade yeah. school. Yeah, just like that. That's the best feeling ever. Right? I thought, I thought it was too. It's weird. Those are those are my three things to shout out. And if you don't like them, They're then beautiful. I don't really care because I don't know any of you guys <laughs> yet. Um. To me, you're just a hole in the internet. <laughs> Shout out number one. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no shout outs. It's 4.41 in the morning. Shout out to Mackenzie for doing your first podcast. Shout out to Todd for letting me be on the podcast hammered. Yeah. I don't remember a single thing I've said for the past hour. I don't either. I think we were like, I think we set up a story like an hour and a half ago and never finished the story. Oh my God. Like I really think we trailed off that bad. That, like, the story that we originally set up, I don't think we ever Did we get to finished. Comcord? Yeah, we got to that. We got to Comcord. <laughs> it's Comcord, boy. <laughs> That's all that matters. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> you didn't say his name the whole show. You say his name at the very end. <laughs> Just beep it out. <laughs> I'll beep it out. <laughs> well, anyway. If this airs, I guess I have to do the actual ending to Offended. <laughs> If we like this, if we both approve of this tomorrow, we'll be like, it's going live. <laughs> you can follow Offended on anythingrecredible.com. Make sure to go follow all the other podcasts on the on the network. <laughs> follow my Twitter, at Spuds McKenzie. Sorry, I'm just thinking about, we like if we approve this, and then I remember the cum segment. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna approve this now because like I've never made a good decision sober. Oh, fuck. So <laughs> it's com for the Fed Podcast, movie merch podcast, STL Pot Dispatch, STL Pot, whatever. Fuck. So I go up top of podcast, movie merch podcast, watch your bliss podcast, wrestling wrap up, all this shit. com, And we're all on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, wherever podcasts. Are available. Just subscribe, follow, give us a five star rating. <laughs> do, do you want to promote like a social media? Do you want people to follow you? Um, <laughs> I think my Instagram is private because I'm a slut. Uh, but it's um, my uh, Twitter is at Spuds McKenzie M A K No C, and then uh, my Instagram is uh, McKenzie with No C N A. Follow me. I probably won't follow you back. Yeah, NA, non alcoholic. And then. <laughs> <laughs>
so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042, as always, because that's everything for me. Somebody asked me, like, what's Trick? How, how does that make sense? I'm like, my last name's Rick. My first name's Todd. T. Rick. Oh. <laughs> Did you not know that either? No, I understood it from the first moment. I just didn't understand how somebody else got it. So many people have asked me, like, I don't get it. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't get? And then I remember when I worked at my last job, they're like, okay, we can't make your nickname, like your email, so we're going to have to do, like, first initial, last name. And he's typing, and he's like, fuck. Do you get your nickname? <laughs> That's where you get your nickname. Anyway, Mackenzie, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on this, the show. It was a blast. I'm sorry to disgrace your show like this. This wasn't a disgrace. I think you brought a show. I think you brought a show back. Oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> so much for being a host. I can't even speak words right now. You brought our show back to prevalence after this episode. I can just sense it. We're gonna get not two views, but three. I can't wait to have three I listeners. Can't wait. Normally, nobody listens to me. This might be our most listened to episode ever because people are going to be like, hey guys, guess what we did? <laughs> be like, we got really high and filmed the podcast. <laughs> it was literally about nothing. Was, I always said my podcast is a Seinfeld of podcasts because it's about nothing. This one is literally the epitome of that. I, we definitely talked about cum corn. Cum corn. We got serious for a second. We got serious for like literally like five minutes. Because we were talking about like 9-11 and like all the traumatic things that we grew up through. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. The fact that Gen Z, oh my God, yeah, we're all so hopeless. Yeah. There's no, don't have any faith in Gen Z. No. People are like, they're going to save the world. They're not. They, they don't care. To be honest, now, it's like after the unfortunate event that happened two weeks ago, it's like Gen Z became millennials after that, in my opinion. It became the, we're numb to this now, fucking change something. Gen Z yeah. doesn't care. More yeah. so like... Mm-hmm. You guys became us. Uh, Boston bombings when we kind of just like were like... That was bad. I don't care. Also, all of Gen Z is either in or entering $100,000 of student loan debt. Like, we've never cared less. It's insane. That's fucking insane. Um, if you want to Venmo me, it's at uh, Mackenzie-Nanniger. <laughs> um, my $150,000 of student loans will appreciate it. And I might show you my boobs. And if you want to Venmo me at Todd.Rick, because I got the first one, uh, I will show you my right nut. So go ahead and send me your money, and you get all the nuts you want. You're welcome. You won't regret it. Is that a good commercial? We did a good job. (laughs) 